Welcome to your daily innovation insights briefing in five minutes or less with power packed innovation strategy insights to disrupt your thinking, level up your leadership and help you be the solution in your market and industry. I'm Kate Abelard. Let's get started. Hello, innovative entrepreneurs and innovative leaders. Welcome to Daily Innovation Briefing. And today's main topic, we're talking about decentralized learning. So you're listening to Daily Innovation Briefings. These are trying to combine implementation in under five minutes or less. I know you guys are busy. I know you want to see the results in your business. So let's talk about how, when we're using a two-prong approach, where we're using an ambidextrous organization, one that's servicing existing customers and following them through their ascension, and then also an organization who can at the same time also provide innovation to create new value and valuable solutions in the market that are innovative and blow the doors off of everybody else. So when we're talking on Wednesdays, we're always talking about what you as an organization can do to implement this in your business. What does it look like? And some key things that you need to look for and help to move along. So when we're talking about the two-prong approach, we're going to be discussing how to decentralize your team's learning and how that allows for your organization and team members to recognize and find the opportunities. This is really, really important because as entrepreneurs, as innovative leaders, we I guess you can say we a lot of times can feel like maybe it comes down to us trying to create what the vision is, trying to create what the innovation is. And whenever I see this, it's one of the things that I stop hard and fast because everyone has innovation capabilities that can turn into skills. And how do we foster that as an organization quickly and effectively? Well, that's what today is going to be about. Because if you're running an ambidextrous organization, which is necessary to compete in any market or industry in today's standards, um, what you're really going to have to do is rely on a team of innovative leaders and innovative entrepreneurs who can help and work with you to drive the organization forward to make an impact in your market or industry. And that happens when we start to remove ourselves and we start to allow our team members and our innovative leaders to really start navigating trends, market behaviors, and the responsibility needs to be moved from the top-down approach. Get rid of that thought process. And you want to start thinking about more peer-to-peer learning in your organization. This is a major shift that once we make these with the entrepreneurs and the teams that we work with, this is where we have explosive and exponential growth. Something should never come from the top down because it's centralized. It means that there's only a few people that are driving change and growth and scalability in your organization. That is a surefire way if somebody leaves that it's going to leave you in a big That's not what we want to do. What we want to do is empower our entire team to learn and collaborate together so that way they can develop useful ways to get and share knowledge and experiences so that way we can come up with more innovative solutions. When you always come from the top down, what you're doing is you're taking yourself so many steps away from the problem. It all relies on a few key individuals. So when we as an organization say that's no longer what we're doing, what we need to do is we need to have peer-to-peer learning and we need to have collaborative and integrative teams. This, I'm going to even let you in on a little secret. This even happens in organizations that say that they have collaborative teams, that they have integrated teams. This is still a thing because there's a few key people who are driving the change or driving the decisions in the organization. It does not allow for the peer-to-peer learning and collaboration to happen. Because what happens when we do that, again, the word is siloed. 
right? So we're not relying on our team to help define what would be impactful for our clients, customers, or consumers, what they need, what they want, and what they'll pay for. We're not getting those gaps because they're only resting with a few people. Everybody in your organization has some form of serving the client in some way or another. There's going to be gaps that everyone sees. And when we come together, we're like, hey, this is a problem. Or hey, I realized that it's really hard to get people back on the phone with us once they call and they leave a message. Well, that's because the, and then someone else can say, that's because the majority of people actually respond to our text messages. So maybe texting them and saying, hey, please let us know when would be a good time to call you, or these are the times that we're available. Please call us whenever is convenient for you. Um, here's my direct line, right? You'd get a faster response, a higher customer satisfaction, a higher client satisfaction. And then therefore, if you're sending them additional materials, now their success factor also goes up. Now you're going to have retention. Now you most likely have increased your customer lifetime value. And it's because several people were talking across and they were peer-to-peer learning, right? They were seeing what the trends, the behaviors were, And they were peer-to-peer learning about those and coming together with collaborative solutions. So more specifically, what I want to drill down really quick is that peer-to-peer learning and collaboration is really important around trends, what the market is doing, and behaviors. Because when we start to key identify those between peer-to-peer and we don't just let, you know, the top-level leadership dictate what that looks like, we get a more well-rounded approach. We have less gaps in our approach because now we have multiple inputs and we're seeing our blind spots before we even start implementing or before we even start testing or the six steps to innovation IDing it, we already have what we need to make those informed decisions. So as an organization, what you need to do is decentralize your learning. Allow them to come together with navigating trends, focusing on what the market and the competitive analysis is doing, focusing on what behaviors are sparking different events within your organization, within the market or within the industry, and then having collaborative learning and peer-to-peer learning about that. So I hope that allows you to understand that if we're going to take on a two-prong business approach and we're going to become an ambidextrous organization, which every one of you is your primary goal right now, is because then you get a long-term competitive advantage. Then what you have is you have growth and scalability in your organization. You're developing a really core foundation where you now have leverage in your organization. When you're building a two-pronged business with, again, existing and innovation, that's when you can capitalize on new markets. That's when you're not wiped out by competition. That's when you are the one setting the trends instead of the one following the trends. But that really takes a big shift in the organization fabric of going from the top-down approach to -to peer-to-peer. So thanks guys so much. Join me tomorrow. We're talking about the innovative wave and what it looks like for defining innovative entrepreneurs. So thanks so much for joining us. Have an awesome day. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks for joining us today. And as always, if you'd like to join us in our free Facebook group, come on over to the tribe of innovative entrepreneurs and join us for our weekly trainings. Have a great day.